Welcome to Curaleaf, a medical marijuana dispensary. Whether you're a longtime patient or you're just getting acquainted with this incredible plant, Curaleaf of Pennsylvania is honored to guide you along your medical marijuana journey. Penn State's in the early stages of identifying its top three running backs. Cornerback Joey Porter Jr. is on an impactful trajectory for the Lions. Defensive end Arnold Ibikiti is listed among the nation's most impactful transfers. And Sean Clifford gets a mention on the preseason watch list for the Manning Award. I'm Dustin Hawkinsmith from Penn Live. We'll tackle those headlines coming up on the Blue White Breakdown. Penn State has a group of running backs that borders on an embarrassment of riches in the run-up to the 2021 season. Five players have a legitimate chance to make their case to position coach Jay Wan Sider, so depth there should be a real strength. There's also plenty of upside in each of the Lions' five options. Noah Kane probably offers the best mix of upside and downside when he's healthy. John Lovett has flashed impressive physical potential and quick feet since arriving from Baylor in the winter. Kevon Lee is still just a sophomore who comes off leading the team in rushing last season. Devin Ford is electric in his ability to make defenders miss and to break off big runs. And lastly, Kaziah Holmes has shown a tremendous combination of quickness and power. The chore now, according to James Franklin, is to chisel that list down to the team's top three running backs. He added that a fourth back will always need to be ready, but that is tough to juggle much beyond the top three options. With that being said, who those top three options could be is a fluid concept, as we saw in the depth chart as that evolved in the 2019 season. Noah Kane came from off the radar to make a hard push for playing time late in the year, and the team's week one starter in 2019, Ricky Slade, was in the number five spot by the end of the year. The Lions will have three backs coming out of camp this month, but they also know those three names could change at any time. One of the big storylines of Penn State's spring practice season was a sudden surge of depth at the cornerback position. Johnny Dixon emerged as an immediate option for the Lions after transferring in from South Carolina, and freshman Kalen King looks like the real deal as he kicks off his collegiate career. The emergence of both players has given James Franklin and Brent Pry new options in how they go about managing their depth chart. Their ability to give Keaton Ellis a run at safety and to give Marquise Wilson a shot to play wide receiver could also have a positive impact on the rest of the roster but it's still the very top of Penn State's cornerback depth chart that's most worth watching this summer. The Lions have two bona fide starters in Tariq Castro-Fields and Joey Porter Jr. They also have a very good option as a slot defender in Daquan Hardy. Castro-Fields is back for his fifth season, and he should emerge as a leader and perhaps a captain on the defense. But Porter is very much on the upswing going into his second season as a starter. That's according to Adam Bittner, who wrote about Porter on Wednesday for the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette. Porter made eight starts as a redshirt freshman last season and finished as a third-team All-Big Ten pick by the media. He was credited with 33 tackles, two tackles for loss, one sack, and four pass breakups. Porter also has outstanding length and athleticism at 6'2 and 192 pounds, and it should just be a matter of time before he takes his game to a whole new level. Welcome to Cureleaf, a medical marijuana dispensary. Whether you're a long-time patient or you're just getting acquainted with this incredible plant, Cureleaf of Pennsylvania is honored to guide you along your medical marijuana journey. Have questions? Visit us at cureleaf.com 
or stop in to see us at any of our 12 locations. Let's talk medical marijuana and let our confidence become yours. One of Penn State's newest players has quickly become one of its most important as well. Defensive end Arnold Ibikidi will be counted on to help ignite a pass rush that's missing all four of the Lions' top ends from last season. His role in that process became even more important over the weekend when James Franklin announced that junior Adisa Isaac will likely miss the entire season to injury. That vaults a big season from Ibikidi up the priority list for defensive coordinator Brent Pry as well as position coach John Scott Jr. Ibikidi arrives at Penn State after leading Temple in sacks, tackles for loss, and forced fumbles as a redshirt junior last season. Penn State coaches have also talked up his skill set and shown no shortage of confidence that he can make a smooth transition to Big Ten football. ESPN's Tom Van Haren recently listed Ibikidi at number 15 in his list of the nation's most impactful transfer players. That projection made sense as soon as Ibikidi's arrival was announced over the winter. But now the Lions will need him to bring some of the what guys like Shaka Tony and Jason Owe brought to the table to the pass rush last season. Penn State has a real strength in its secondary and has a chance to make a big jump in performance defending the pass. But Franklin and Pry know that they'll need to find a way to make quarterbacks uncomfortable. A large share of that will fall on Ibikidi's shoulders and he will be expected to deliver. College football's watch list season rolled on on Wednesday, and it was quarterback Sean Clifford who got a little preseason recognition. Clifford was mentioned on the watch list for the Manning Award, which is given annually to the best quarterback in college football. James Franklin continues to show confidence in Clifford as he enters year three as the team starter. The entire Alliance offense struggled out of the gates last year, but Franklin insists that Clifford was on the short list of the Big Ten's best quarterbacks in 2019 as well as going into the 2020 season. Clifford looked mistake-prone early in that year and was eventually pulled in favor of backup Will Levis in the midst of an 0-5 start for the Lions. At his best, Clifford has all the physical tools of a high-level quarterback, so the challenge falls to first-year coordinator Mike Yersich to help unlock that version of Clifford on a more consistent basis. The COVID-19 pandemic didn't do Clifford any favors last season, and it probably had a deep-rooted impact on the rhythm of the entire offense. If that rhythm is restored, and if Clifford makes strides year over year, all the pieces are in place to make a huge jump into the national conversation. Clifford's place on the Manning Award watch list is a testament to the potential he does have, but making any kind of run at winning the award itself will require far and away the best, most consistent performance of Sean Clifford's career. Thanks for tuning in to the Blue White Breakdown. It's available right here on Penn Live. You can also find it on Alexa, Apple, Google, Spotify, and Stitcher. Be sure to follow, like, subscribe, and rate the podcast wherever you listen to it. And get all the latest from us at PennLive.com slash Penn State Football. You can also check us out on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. This is Dustin Hawkinsmith from Penn Live signing off. Until the next Blue White Breakdown.